Welcome to the Sugar Switch Podcast, featuring Kathy Orman, health coach and author of The Sugar Switch. This is the number one short, sweet, and to-the-point podcast all about sugar and your health. You'll discover how to kick the sugar, eliminate cravings for good, completely reverse pre-diabetes, increase your energy, and lose weight, look good, and feel great. As well, you'll be empowered to reduce your risk for serious health issues. And now, here's your host, Kathy Orman. Hello and welcome. Today we're continuing in our series, Make Sense of Fats, with part two, Harmful Fats. The decades-old controversy about fats is far from over. There's still so much debate about good fats versus bad fats, and full fat versus low fat or no fat. Choosing the right fats for good health is really important, since fat is one of the macronutrients that your body cannot do without. And this series is designed to help you cut through the confusion about fats so you can make the best decisions for optimal health. Last week was all about good fats, and next week I'll dive into how fats can affect everyday health issues like joint pain. So stay tuned. It's sure to be an informative series. Here's what I'll be covering in today's episode. We'll start with a very quick review of the types of fat. Then we'll ask the question, why are certain types of fat harmful? We'll talk about saturated fats or SFAs, trans fats or partially hydrogenated fats, and then we'll talk about fully hydrogenated fats. Then we'll talk about the confusion of buying cooking oils, and we'll ponder the question, how healthy are no-fat, low-fat food products? Let's dive in with a very quick review of the types of fat. In last week's episode, TSSP 110, Make Sense of Fats Part 1, Good Fats, I went into detail about the structure and types of fatty acids and why they're different from each other. To set the groundwork for today's episode, and just in case you haven't heard last week's episode, here's a very fast review. Fatty acids and triglycerides are fats. Different types of fatty acids have variations of atoms within their molecular structure. All fatty acids are made up of medium or long chains of carbon atoms connected to hydrogen atoms. The type of fatty acid depends on the number of carbon atoms in the chain, how they're bonded to hydrogen, and the shape of the chain. Polyunsaturated fatty acids, or PUFAs, are good fats and have two or more double bonds between carbons within the fatty acid chain. Poly means many. There are two types of polyunsaturated fatty acids, omega-3 fatty acids and omega-6 fatty acids. Monounsaturated fatty acids, or MUFAs, are also good fats and have one double-bonded carbon atom in their chain. Mono means one. Saturated fatty acids, or SFAs, have a different chemical structure. They have the maximum number of hydrogen atoms in the chain. In other words, the chain is saturated with hydrogen. This is different from unsaturated fatty acids, which are not saturated with hydrogen. I'll talk about saturated fats in a minute. Coconut oil is a saturated fat that is different from saturated fats that come from animal products. Because it's a saturated fat, there's a huge amount of controversy as to whether or not it's healthy. Coconut oil is made up of medium-chain triglycerides, or MCTs, also known as medium-chain fatty acids, or MCFAs, which have different properties than long-chain fatty acids that are found in animal-saturated fats. Many people mistakenly think that when you eat a fat-containing food, you're only eating one type of fat. The reality is that all foods with fat in them contain a mix of different fats. A very well-known example is butter. While it's true that butter is saturated fat, it also contains monounsaturated fat. 
So why are certain types of fat harmful? There was a point in time where all fats were considered harmful to health and we were overloaded with fat-free everything, food products, information and marketing. Fat was thought to be a big health villain and it's now been proven that sugar is much more harmful than fat. Thankfully, the world of nutrition continues to evolve and grow. We now know a lot more about various types of fats, why we need fats, and why certain fats are good fats, and why other fats are harmful to health. There are four main reasons why certain fats are considered to be harmful. The first reason is increased risk of serious health issues. Harmful fats can increase your body's triglycerides, a type of fat found in your blood, which raises the risk of heart disease, heart attack, stroke, and diabetes. The second reason is increased cholesterol levels. Harmful fats increase LDL cholesterol, the bad type of cholesterol. The third reason is increased damage to your body's cells. Harmful fats have been linked to increased inflammation and free radicals. That damages cells and causes oxidative stress, which has been linked to so many chronic health issues, including heart issues, insulin resistance, arthritis, and joint pain. The fourth reason is premature aging. Oxidative stress and cellular damage from inflammation, like we've just talked about, and free radicals, can cause premature aging. Let's talk about saturated fatty acids, SFAs. Saturated fats are considered to be harmful when consumed in large quantities. Saturated fats are mainly from animal sources, including dairy products, fats such as beef fat, pork fat, lard, shortening, and butter. Most saturated fats are solid at room temperature. Why are they considered to be harmful? Well, increased cholesterol. They can raise total cholesterol levels, particularly LDL or bad cholesterol, which can increase cardiovascular disease risk, and it can increase diabetes risk. Moderation is the key. Saturated fats are healthy when consumed in moderation. Medical experts seem to agree that less than 7% of daily calories should be from saturated fat. It's best to choose a variety of fat in your diet, some saturated fat from animal sources as well as unsaturated fats from fish and vegetable sources. As previously mentioned, foods containing fat generally contain a mixture of fats, not just one type of fat. Let's talk about trans fats or partially hydrogenated fats. There are two types of trans fats, synthetic trans fats and naturally occurring trans fats. Let's talk about naturally occurring trans fats. They're found in small quantities in dairy products and animal sources. They're not as harmful as synthetic trans fats. So let's talk about synthetic trans fats. They are synthetic or industrial trans fats known as partially hydrogenated fats. They're produced by partial hydrogenation of unsaturated fats, specifically by adding hydrogen to vegetable oil. The addition of hydrogen makes a liquid oil solid at room temperature. Hydrogenation is done to increase the shelf life of the fat and make it easier to cook with. Synthetic trans fats are like plastic and are very toxic in your body. They virtually never break down. 
Synthetic trans fats have been found to be directly harmful to human health. They damage your body because they increase blood triglycerides, which in turn increases the risk of stroke, diabetes, heart attack, and heart disease. They increase LDL, bad cholesterol, and they lower HDL, good cholesterol, at the same time. They damage your body's cells by increasing free radicals and causing inflammation. They are toxins that your body doesn't know how to deal with or how to get rid of. Totally avoid artificial trans fats. While most food manufacturers have removed trans fats from their products, it is still very important to avoid consuming trans fats. The best way to do that is to read labels of the foods you're buying. Look for the warning signs, the words partially hydrogenated on the label's ingredients list, or the words trans fats listed in the nutrition table. Even if the product label claims it is a trans fat free product, it can still contain up to 0.5 grams of trans fat per serving. That doesn't sound like much, but it can add up very quickly when you consume a high number of refined food products. Products that typically contain trans fats are baking mixes, commercial baked goods, including cakes, cookies, pastries, pizza dough, and donuts. Some margarines, lard and vegetable shortening, snack foods, chips, crackers and microwave popcorn, and fried foods, breaded fish, french fries, fried chicken, and chicken nuggets. Let's talk about fully hydrogenated fats. When fats are completely or fully hydrogenated, they do not contain trans fats, only saturated fat. Important to note, if a product contains hydrogenated vegetable oil without specifying partially or fully, it could contain trans fats. Let's talk about the confusion of buying cooking oils. Most grocery stores have an aisle that is packed with so many shelves of cooking oils. When you're trying to choose an oil, it can be both overwhelming and confusing. Which ones are healthy? Which ones are unhealthy? How do you choose the right one? It's not always easy. Many vegetable oils may be unhealthy due to the way they're processed to extract the oils. A process known as RBD, refining, bleaching and deodorizing, is often used to extract the oil from the plants. Excessive heat and several chemicals might also be used in this process. This refining destroys the quality and nutritional value of the oil. Some oils that may be subject to this include corn oil, canola oil, oleic safflower oil, soybean oil, and coconut oil. Another issue with liquid oils is that you don't always know exactly what you're getting. Sometimes you might think you're buying a pure oil, just one type of oil, when the manufacturer of that product may have combined several different kinds of oils together and is marketing it as a single oil. The cheapest vegetable oils might, in fact, be a mixture of several different kinds of oil and may or may not be the best oils for your health. When it comes to buying oils, it's best to look for the purest and least refined oils, which might be more expensive. When buying olive oil or coconut oil and some of the other oils, it's best to look for extra virgin cold pressed oils. It's definitely not easy to choose the best oil. Being very diligent about reading the labels, as well as preparing yourself with knowledge about oils and fats, can be extremely helpful. So let's ponder the question, how healthy are no-fat, low-fat food products? Do you ever wonder how healthy 
low-fat or no-fat food products really are? For decades, people believed that if you eat fat, it will make you fat, a belief that helped fuel the no-fat, low-fat thinking. And for many years, the public was told that fat is the culprit or cause of many chronic and serious health issues, such as heart disease, stroke, obesity, diabetes, inflammation, and more. Thankfully, nutritional research has grown beyond this, and we now understand that fats are healthy for us in moderation. Research is now proving that sugar is the real culprit or cause of so many of those same chronic serious health issues, not fat. Yet, there are still many products available that are low fat or no fat. It's common knowledge that fat adds flavor to foods. Chefs use liberal amounts of fat and salt for this very purpose. So when a food manufacturer removes the fat from a food that naturally has fat, like yogurt for instance, they have to replace the fat with something else that tastes good. If they don't, the food will end up being very bland and no one would buy it. So guess what they add? Sugar. Yes, they add sugar. You can actually find proof of this yourself next time you go into the grocery store. Compare the amount of sugar in 0% milk fat plain yogurt versus the amount of sugar in plain yogurt with 2% milk fat or higher. There is a significant difference. When you read a lot of food labels, you will see just how much sugar has been added to refined food products, including foods that are low fat or no fat. So in answer to the question, how healthy are no-fat, low-fat food products? I would have to say, in general, not very healthy. Here's the one-minute recap. In today's episode, here's what was talked about. We talked about a really quick review of the types of fat. Then we talked about why certain types of fat are harmful. We discussed saturated fats, trans fats or partially hydrogenated fats, and fully hydrogenated fats. Then we talked about the confusion of buying cooking oils. And finally, how healthy no-fat or low-fat food products typically are. Here's the bottom line. Dietary fat is important. It's a macronutrient that your body requires for optimal health. Your cells, tissues, and body systems require it. So it's important not to avoid consuming fats. The conversation is really much more about what type of fat and how much fat you need to consume to be as healthy as possible. Nutritional research has shown us which fats are good for health and which fats are harmful for health. As more and more research is done, there's a growing body of evidence that shows choosing a moderate amount of all types of fat can keep you healthy. It's all about balance and moderation. Remember that when you consume foods that contain fat, most of the time it's a mixture of different types of fat, not just one type of fat. In next week's episode, I'll talk about a healthy balance, so stay tuned. There's a definite connection between the foods you eat, the fats you choose, and joint pain. I know this from my own personal experience. If joint pain's an issue you deal with on a daily basis, know that there are positive ways to manage it that don't involve medication and all the many nasty side effects that medication causes. If joint pain is slowing you down, keeping you from getting a good night's sleep, stealing your energy, stressing you out and making you grumpy, I understand. And I invite you to join my group, Ditch Your Joint Pain, where you can find helpful information and support. Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash ditch joint pain forward slash. I also have a complimentary ebook for you called How to Ditch Joint Pain. Go to offers.thesugarswitch.com forward slash ditch pain 
to get your copy. The Sugar Switch Podcast is the only weekly, short, sweet, and to-the-point podcast program that gives you a switch in perspective on sugar, nutrition, and your health. Every episode can be found on our podcast website, thesugarswitchpodcast.com. And you will also find us every week on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Blueberry, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on Android. Please tell everyone you know about the Sugar Switch Podcast. The more people that can benefit from the information, the better. And we'd love it if you'd start Stop by Apple Podcasts and give us a review and rating, or give us a review and rating on whatever platform you're listening from. Thanks so much in advance. Until next time, go on out there and live the sweet life without sugar. Bye for now. Thank you for joining Kathy on the Sugar Switch Podcast. If you would like to be free of sugar and relentless cravings, increase your energy all day, every day, reverse pre-diabetes, and totally avoid serious health issues like diabetes, inflammation, and heart and stroke issues, Kathy Orman would love to connect with you. Find out how the Sugar Switch system can help you be the healthiest you can be. Contact Kathy Orman at www.thesugarswitchpodcast.com. Tune in next week for more great info on the Sugar Switch Podcast. And we'd love it if you'd submit a review for the Sugar Switch Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.